the world's economies run on their supply chains. Understanding them is the key to keeping global products moving. Welcome to Supply Chain in the Fast Lane, a series of business podcasts co-produced by the Council of Supply Chain Management Professionals and Supply Chain Quarterly. In this series of episodes, we explore new transportation technologies. Supply Chain in the Fast Lane is brought to you by Here Technologies. Accelerate your business with location intelligence. Here now is your moderator, Supply Chain Quarterly's Managing Editor, Diane Rand. Welcome, thanks for joining us. Our guest today is Bart DeMunk, Executive Vice President and Chief Industry Officer for Project 44. Thanks for joining us today, Bart. Thanks for having me on the show, Diane. Well, considering the upheaval over the last few years, how important has transportation visibility been to weathering supply chain disruptions? Yeah, Diane, as you know, we continue to see those. And for people that think that maybe the world is going to go back to normal, I have unfortunately bad news because we're in that phase where it's called the never normal, meaning we continuously have these disruptions thrown at us where supply chains have to be more agile. And to be more agile means you have to be a lot more flexible in the way that you manage risk. And it's really around that risk management that visibility has become so incredibly important. I would say it's probably been one of the top priorities for all supply chain leaders to make sure that they can manage risk and for that to have access to visibility platforms, to have access to real-time data for two main reasons. One is to really understand what is happening in their supply chains almost in real time, but also secondly, to get access to real-time data that then allows them to be a lot more flexible in the way they forecast and plan their supply chains. And that really results in their supply chains becoming much more resilient. So what new technologies for transportation, specifically visibility, would you recommend that shippers and transportation providers consider implementing to improve their supply chains? Yes, if you look, a lot of companies already had transportation technologies for quite a while where we're talking about things like transportation management systems or maybe even larger supply chain control towers or they have routing solutions, maybe in the case they have private fleet or they're focused more on the last mile side, you really have to look at at visibility as this complementary solution. And it's not necessarily the same category, meaning visibility isn't an application. It's truly a platform. The core basis of visibility is really around the network, building the network to connect all of the different parties in the supply chain. And then the second major element of that is data and getting access to really high quality data. And really the goal is to then feed that data to those applications to allow them to better execute. Look at it a little bit like a car, right? Every car is run by an engine, but every engine, even an electric one, needs a source of fuel. And the data is really that high octane fuel that powers the engine. Uh, And that's where visibility is really coming up in, in a sense that yes, you can use it as a standalone to get insights, but really the power comes when you add that data to your existing applications. So what excites you about the current and some emerging transportation technologies? Well, I think what excites me most is that logistics and especially transportation the last few years has really gotten at the forefront of supply chain. When I started over 30 years ago, people would go, Bart, what are you doing in logistics? It was almost like 
hey, you got a college degree, you got an MBA, and now you're wasting your time in logistics. And to be honest, I fell in love with it when I got to logistics. Uh, and then especially when I started implementing technology and logistics. So the exciting thing is that we have such a prominent place in supply chain now, I would say for the first time ever, it used to be, well, transportation is that thing that you need just to get the product there, not important. Now, I would say the delivery experience, it's, it is the customer experience. It's all around how well you can deliver and fulfill that product. And transportation has such a big role to play. And so as companies are putting that on the forefront, we see that so there's a lot more, not just focus on that, but then there's a lot more willingness for companies to change their strategies, to be willing to change the way they do things. Because again, transportation is very conservative function, meaning a lot of people will say, well, we've been doing it the same way for 20 or 30 years. Why would we change? Now people say we have to change. And part of that change is implementing more technology. And that's what excites me is that we've gone from a world with maybe more limited opportunities to a world where the opportunities are, I would say, almost limitless. And also the willingness of companies to want to change and want to adopt new ways of doing things, new technologies that allows us to become a lot more efficient. So with that new openness that you know, uh, companies are willing to now really integrate these technologies and understand how important they are. Can you share some of the current trends you're seeing in the market with uh, transportation visibility um, technologies in particular? Yeah, I would say it's probably made out of three different elements. One is now that we are getting the network and we have a lot of data, what do you do with the data? That's where things like advanced analytics come in, where we can really, based on high quality data, start doing different things. We're starting to predict things. Um, the predictive ETA or a more accurate estimated time of arrival is one of the clear examples of use, using predictive capability. But we're also starting to see that these advanced analytics are being used to be more prescriptive, to say, not only am I going to tell you what happened, I'm going to predict what's going to happen, but I'm also going to give you insight in what you should do when that happens. And that really sets up the, the really the road towards automation. And, and we're going to see more and more automation in the supply chain and especially more automation in transportation, not necessarily of the entire process, because I will say that the human will stay as a centric point of the transportation processes, but it will really help companies become more efficient. It'll help people to do more higher quality, more efficiency, and at the same time, at the end of the day, hopefully help them do their job, not just better, but love their job better, which also helps with talent retention and talent recruiting. The other part is, you know, obviously, as we hear a lot about AI, right? A lot of things are written by AI. I would say, again, AI is not necessarily a tool on its own. It's not a separate application. It's really a supporting technology. And a lot of companies have already been using AI for a long time. In the world of visibility, we use AI from a perspective of looking at data, cleaning up data, understanding where maybe things are not correct or missing. And we use a lot of generative AI to create data where we're not getting data points. Not everything is, there is a source. For example, when a ship arrives in a port and it's just sitting out there for anchor and it maybe can't be unloaded quite yet, can't go to its birthing place, well, how do you figure out when that is? That's when things like generative AI come in to have the intelligence 
to start creating data points where they're not or what are, what are called synthetic data. And then I think the, the third part where we're seeing more and more evolution is in the technology side of things, is that how we're now creating that network together with some of these capabilities and really use it for companies to not just collaborate better, but also use that data higher up in the supply chain. So again, visibility, especially real-time visibility started in that executional phase where you're using that very transactional data to understand where is my shipment? Where, when is it going to arrive? And then we started companies seeing to enlarge that to logistics execution to say, hey, we don't just want to know where it is on the road. We want to know when it's going to hit a dock or when it's going to come out of a terminal at a port. And what we're now starting to see is companies using that data back into their transportation planning, but even in their supply chain planning solution. So by using the data higher up in the supply chain, you're starting to see companies that increase the value that it creates tenfold, sometimes hundredfold, because you're not going to just make the transportation execution more efficient, but things like replenishment planning, demand planning as well. And that's obviously going to be a massive impact to supply chain. Well, let's say we fast forward 20 years into the future. What will the transportation space look like in your ideal world? Wow, that, that's an interesting question, right? I wish I could uh, look that far ahead. Uh, you know, I always said, you know, when I was at, at Gartner, we had a crystal ball, right? Because people always said we, we used to do these things called predicts. I would say the world in 20 years will be a lot more automated. And again, don't interpret this as me saying we're going to replace people by machines because that's definitely uh, not the goal. That's definitely not the reality. But we are going to use people in a lot more efficient way. Look at it like what happened in the 90s when everyone went from maybe doing things on paper to using computers, laptops, right? And going from paper to mail, from paper to Excel. And people back then even thought, oh, we're all going to lose our job. Well, we know that hasn't happened, but it's made our job easier. We can do more things. We can do things differently. Automation is going to be very similar. That also means that it has a huge impact on the type of talent that we need. So I think in 20 years, the people that you will hire for these jobs need to be educated differently, also need to be trained differently than what they are today. Now that automation will play in the office with certain functions that we do with the processes, but you will also see a continuation of that automation even in the physical world, meaning on the road. We will see more connected cities. We will see more autonomous vehicles. We're starting to see that with last mile delivery vehicles, even with taxis. Uh, we're hearing that in certain places, we're starting to see these autonomous drone taxis that are um, moving people around in the air. Uh, we're going to see more autonomous uh, vehicles, even for heavy uh, commercial vehicles, right? So autonomous trucks in 20 years will be a lot more prominent. And that will not just be to replace drivers, it will be additional capability to add to drivers, to be more efficient. But the, the main thing of that is that if you use an autonomous vehicle, for example, across the United States, you can reduce transit times from five or six days down to two days. Now imagine the impact that's going to have on companies' inventory. They need a lot less inventory and they need a lot less inventory locations to at the same time be closer to the customers. 
So I really think that in 20 years, with all these new technologies that are going to be a lot more mature, a lot more automated, that it's going to have a big impact on how supply chains operate. And probably we're going to go to a wave what we've seen in the past from kind of centralization to decentralization, which we have now with warehouses being very close to the customer, maybe back to decentralization and better utilization of both assets, real estate assets, um, you know, driving assets, but also better utilization of people. Well, thank you so much for giving us your insights. We so appreciate your time today, Bart. Thank you. Yeah, very welcome. And thanks for having me, Diane. Today, we've been talking with Bart DeMunk, Executive Vice President and Chief Industry Officer for Project 44. And this has been Supply Chain in the Fast Lane. Supply Chain in the Fast Lane is a co-production of the Council of Supply Chain Management Professionals and Supply Chain Quarterly. This episode has been brought to you by Here Technologies. Accelerate your business with location intelligence. Please subscribe to Supply Chain in the Fast Lane wherever you get your podcasts.